This episode of Miss Listen Knows is brought to you by my favorite lip gloss, My Glam Box. So head over to their website and grab three or more because when you do, they're going to give you a free gift. www.myglambox.com. And don't forget to let them know Miss Lissa sent you. And the show goes on. Why you all in my grill? Why? Why? Can you pay my bill, bills? Let me know, let me know, baby, baby. And check on me, and got to live. If you want me, if you want me, with my dough? And give me money, and buy me clothes. No need of talking, and have my dough. And with my money, and with my clothes. I'm sorry, remember back when... It was all about the ad-libs at the end of the song, and you just get so hyped for that. I want you, I, I want you to start off with the hypeness of the end of the song. This episode is going to be kind of like a Lifetime movie. I'm doing what I want. It's going to be mixy. Al, welcome to another installment of Miss Listen Knows featuring yours truly, America's favorite nobody. Super excited for another installment. Of course, super excited that you are tuned in again. Thank you. Make sure you are subscribing on iTunes. Make sure you are following on SoundCloud. Show me some love on YouTube. I am in the process of getting some more visuals on there, but it's hard. It's hard being this one-woman show. I'm not going to tell you it's easy. The hardest part is making it look easy, but it's so worth it. It's something great about waking up every day and doing what you love. It's hard as hell. Sometimes you have down moments, cloudy moments, and I am one of those people too. I don't want you to think I'm perfect because I'm walking around here with beautiful wigs and great skin because I drink water and I use shea butter. I am having the same issues that you are having. I have moments where I'm feeling self-doubt. I have moments where I go to Instagram and I see somebody post something and it's like, wait a minute, how did that happen? But then I have to check myself. It's all about doing self-checks. You got to make sure that when you are jumping out the window that you catch yourself. You can't expect somebody else to be your... uh, your parachute or to be like your your pillows and your soft landing or to be your filter and help you to do certain things. Sometimes I need people to help me to be, you know, a filter because I'm such a bold personality and sometimes I'm a lot for people to deal with and that's why I have a wonderful team and great assistants and shout out to my girl Rena and shout out to Tracy and thank you to Anna and all of these wonderful people that have been. Al to my cousin Taria, can't forget about you, but Spliff, you too. But there's so many people that help me but I also have to help myself I see you over there Rohan can't forget about you too you got to remember the people on your journey you can't forget about those people but you also can't forget about yourself you can't think that because certain things are happening or you have all hands on deck that you have to take your hands off you have to always remember that and also check yourself when you start getting too wild because sometimes I get too wild sometimes I reflect my standards on other people. And it's great because you do want to push people to be better. You know, you want to be the kind of person that is encouraging to the people around you. But you don't want to be so encouraging that you turn people off. You want to encourage through your actions. You want to show people how you want things done. But then when they need a little bit of assistance, okay, you jump in. But you don't want to be a hover mother. 
You don't want to be, you know, over people too much or checking and double checking and triple, triple checking. Because it's like if you really trust these people, then you got to let them ride. But you also have to know when certain things can just be done by you. You don't always have to worry about people. Like you have to allocate people their right task. Don't give people apples when you need orange juice and know when it's time for the apples. You got to pull things out and you got to highlight people for what they are great at. And then when you do that, they want to learn more of what they are not good at. But when you always yelling at somebody about what the hell they not doing, they're not going to want to do more. They're not going to want to try to fix it. They might even turn to a point where they're like, you know what? Fuck that bitch. <laughs> and that's just something that I am trying to, you know, catch before it happens. You never, you never want to wait until the milk has spilled to not cry over it. It's better to, you know, catch it before it falls. It's better to not have your milk on the edge of the table. It's better not to have your milk in a glass if you're not so stable with the milk. You've got to take precautions and you got to know yourself. you got to do self-checks. You have to check yourself. It's nothing wrong with checking yourself. And there's nothing wrong with having those moments where you have to check yourself. Because if you didn't, then you would not be growing. If you didn't have those moments where you're like, damn, I shouldn't have gotten so drunk at that party. You're not going to know your levels. You're not going to know your limitations. You're not going to know what you can and cannot do. You have to test yourself out or know that God is testing you. But in those tests, you want to pass the test. So you should be working on you being a better you. Al. Al just dropped a gem on you early in the show. It's still Women's History Month. We're still tapping into great women. And me being a great woman myself, I'm never going to stop talking to you. Because I'm going through this journey and I'm making things happen. But I'm definitely going to make sure that I'm highlighting great women as well. We already had Nia Lee on the show, and that show was spectacular. I can't talk about it enough. But there's also past episodes that you can also go check out that aren't the Hursery series, but they're still great stories and they're great gems dropped by wonderful women. You can go check out, I believe it's episode six with Tracy Ballin. If it's not, I'm sorry, but just go to the iTunes or the SoundCloud, the Stitcher or the Google Play, wherever you listen. And just check out the Think Like a Lady episode featuring Tracy Ballin. We go through a lot of wonderful things. And she drops gems. And she's been helping me out behind the scenes. So I know that if you haven't listened to the episode already, you're going to get great gems. And if you did listen, go listen again. Because I've been hanging around her because her spirit is infectious. And you want to be around people that are going to help you to be better. So... On Monday, she had me make something called a content calendar. And I don't want to get too crazy in the explanation because she offers these services to people. I mean, I've hired her to help me organize my my life and organize my business and be more on point. So you should do the same. And go check out that episode, episode six, I believe it is, with Tracy Ballin. Again, if it's not, go to iTunes and just search and you will find those gems. Nia Lee dropped gems. He also dropped tears. And I had a great moment with her child's father. I'm going to be putting those snippets on the YouTube channel. That's www.youtube.com backslash Miss And you can go check out some more content. I'm going to be flooding you guys with content. I'm going to be stepping up my cookies. My website is going to be on point. And I have a pop-up shop coming up. It's going to be on March 24th in Harlem. 
Harlem. All the details to follow. And March 25th, I'm going to be in Harlem again hosting a launch for a hair company. But I'm going to be selling my product that day as well because every time I see people have my glasses on or my God is my publicist gear and people are always asking about it. So now it's going to be available. Yes, I'm going to have hats. I have shirts coming i have my glasses that i've been wearing the ones that look like the malcolm x frames those i have these fly fly sunglasses which you're going to see today when this episode drops and i want to make sure that we are supporting each other i support black people i want my black people and my latinos and even though latinos y'all black i need y'all to understand that and my my white people too anybody who understands that god is your publicist or anybody who understands that the new queen it's Miss Listen Knows. Just come out, support. Even if you ain't got the money, don't worry about it. Just come show some love. I'm doing this podcast to bridge gaps and to meet people and to, you know, connect with the everyday person because that's who I am. And I can't do that unless you come out. So make sure you come out. I Like I said earlier, I'm going to be connecting in this history series for Women History Month with different um, influencers, great women in the industry. Last week I had Kim Osario on, and she's a veteran in this industry. But this week I want to bring on more of a newbie. This is someone who just got my attention. And I was I want to get to know more about her. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I'm going to be sitting with an amazing lady with a great story. And we're going to find out more about her when we get back. Al. Hey, what's up? It's Kim Osorio. And you don't know nothing if you're not listening to Miss Lissa Knows. Al know-it-alls, don't forget I'm having a pop-up shop on March 24th and 25th. On March 24th, that's a Saturday, I'll be at Salon 804, that's 2311 Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard on 136th Street from 1.30 to 6.30 p.m. And on Sunday, you can catch me in Harlem again at Brazilian Babes, 2285 Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard in Harlem. And that's going to be from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. So come out, support, and get your God is my publicist gear and some My Glam Box. And the show goes on. And we are back. Like I said before, I went to break. This is all about me highlighting women who I just I think are dope. And this lady just kept popping up on my feed. And then I <laughs> met her, and I was like, you know, we have to connect. And I just want my audience to get to know you. I want to get to know more about you. So I wanted to do it, you know, on. Like, I didn't want to do it behind the scenes. I just felt right, like right. this would be, like, a good, like, something for not just the girls but just for the culture because a lot of the times one women don't connect enough at all two women in this industry don't connect enough but then like i just feel like you know the newbies and then like when it's like when you think you're at a certain level you don't want to get to know others like even me as i'm growing i'll meet like the higher ups and it's like Mm -hmm. damn i wish they would just show a little more love you know more nice right and one thing i always respect (laughs) is hard work and I respect your work ethic. Thank you so much. So, with no further ado, know it all, <laughs> Junae Brown. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me, for real. Thank you for coming. So, Brown to F- Perfection is your agency. Yes. Yeah. How would you categorize yourself? Um, that's okay. Wow, that's a question, right? Um, well, I'm the founder and also like head of marketing of the agency. It's a creative marketing agency. We okay. basically help companies, brands, personalities, and artists 
um, we like to say become the best version of themselves. So basically taking what's already great about you, because I believe in like marketing with authenticity and, you know, kind of maximizing that potential and like, you know, packaging whatever your gift is, whatever right. you have, you know, packaging it right to the masses. So I do that, but I'm also like, I guess you could say a positivity patron. Okay. Um, like I'm all about literally becoming the best version of yourself, like the everyday person. And I invest a lot of time just trying to be the best version right. of me. So. Um, what's your sign? Aquarius. I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. I'm a Leo. So like a yin oh, and a yang. Are you, are you a January or a February? February. Like the what? The 12th? The 5th. Oh, you real. Yeah, I'm okay. like all in the thick of it. <laughs> I like Aquarius. It's the only thing. Cause, uh, an Aquarius, you don't have to have any money to have fun with them. Like you can yeah, just have the time true. of your this life. This is true. But, but in relationships, I don't know about females because mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't had one of those yet. But <laughs> with the guys, it's hard to get them. You have to know how to read the Aquarius because they're not going to be so straightforward with their feelings. You know what? I think it's like that with me, too. Okay. Yeah, it's like that with me, too. And it's so- hard to, like, get there. And we're good at, like, making people feel like they know a lot about us. But then, like, if you get in a relationship with us, like, it's like a constant peeling back of the right. layers. And you got to really know, like, when we're saying things, we're not saying them. It's just hard. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's hard for me to, like, express myself fully sometimes. Like, it takes me a while to get to, like, the root of right. what's actually bothering me. Or I'll just get frustrated and be like, I don't care. And I'll just, like, I was just about shame. to say yeah. that. I was about to say, or they'll try to just ignore it until it goes away in their mind. Like, they think that, like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, but that don't work either because it just start piling up. Yeah. And then one day it's like, boom, and a person looking at you like, what? And you're like, yeah, well, you know, I've actually been feeling this way for a while. Right. And yeah. that's Aquarius. I'm, I've been working okay, on so that. I'm working too? on that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely women Okay. Too. Definitely. <laughs> and, like, the Aquarius, like, to know their love language is to just pay attention to the actions and not to the mouth. Because Very they might true. tell you, like, oh, I don't want to be so serious right now. I just want to do this. But then they'll be at your house every day. <laughs> they'll be calling you every day. They'll be checking on you like they bad. You be acting like. Oh, no. I mean, yes or no. I'm really straightforward with my feelings. Okay. So. I confront maybe for a little bit, but I might really feel like, yeah, no, like I don't, I don't want anything serious. But the second that changes, I'm like, hey, knock, knock, what's up? So let's talk. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I think I'm, I'm straightforward. But I do know a lot of Aquarius guys, and they're terrible. My all my Aquarius guy friends, I'm like, you, you need to get yourself together. They're flighty, like they're. And then ladies be flocking to them. Yeah. Because no- you can't. Because I think the same thing with guys. It's like you can't really figure us out right away. So I don't know. It's a constant. Like I think. It's not a game to people, but it's it's interesting. It's an adventure. So, you know, it's entertaining to people um, until you, I mean, uh, if the person's not for you, though, the Aquarius, then it's frustrating because you're like, I did all of this and you still don't like me. <laughs> you be <laughs> but, going through the whole yeah, shabam. Three lot. years later, you still, it, it, it still be complicated. <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to get to get to know you more. So, you grew up in Harlem. Mm-hmm. East born side. and raised. Yeah. What, like 1199? No, but 1199 is like up the block from You're right me. next to Hodges? Um, oh, wait, there? no. I'm sorry. 1199 is not up the block, but I used to be over there because I went to TAG um, for junior high school. Anybody from the east side, they know about TAG, Talented and Gifted School, but crazy. My um, cousin went there. Really? <laughs> yeah, I went to TAG. They said it's like east side high. Like, you, you ever seen Lean On Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know what? It's, to me, it was the other schools in the building. We were cool. You know what I'm saying? We were super smart, but also, like, we in Harlem. So, we running around. We just as crazy. We just was taking accelerated classes. So, you've always wanted to be a creative. 
Yeah, I um been singing since I was three. So my grandfather's a pastor, so I wasn't singing in front of people since I was like three. Everybody in my family is really like into performing arts in one way or another. So I was always singing, writing, school play, whatever. And then high school, um, I went to Talent Unlimited High School. That's a performing arts school. Yeah. So again, singing. I think that's actually the school my cousin goes to. That's the one that's like yeah. Side high. Is that really? a bad school when you went there? No, but there's a school in the building. Vanguard is a little rough. Oh. <laughs> they upstairs. <laughs> but yeah, they were a little rough. But yeah, no, um, Town Unlimited is really like weird because it's an art school like in the middle of the city. It's not LaGuardia. It's not an art and design. It's just very unique. It's kind of like, what's that Disney movie? Um, Fame. Mm-mm. No, the one with High School Musical almost, oh. but like <laughs> but urban. You know the age difference, but urban. No, I said Fame. She's like, no, uh, <laughs> High School Musical girl. <laughs> but I know Fame. No, Fame was cool. <laughs> it was alright. Okay, so how come you are now behind the scenes developing other talent instead of just honing so, on yours? So I mean, transitioning from high school to college, right? I went to five towns in Long Island. My major was still vocal. But then my minor was music business because they had like a program where you could, you know, be an artist, but learn about that side. Instantly fell in love with that side. I had some like industry mentors because I write music. And so I would be writing in high school and stuff. I was in this girl group, blah, blah, blah. So we, <laughs> that's a lot. So we we would be writing and they would, um, yeah, that was fun. And so they would basically like school us on the game, like how the industry really works. So I had a little bit of business prior and I also interned for like a marketing and branding um, agency startup. And so we did a lot of artist development. Um, I still wanted to sing, so I thought. But then I got in there and I was like, listen, I've been studying music my whole life. And like really studying music. So like sheet music, piano. I was like, I don't need these people to teach me how to sing. I'm really filling these business classes. So I switched my major to business management. And yeah, after that, it was just, it just took off. Like I realized I was good at marketing. I really loved that aspect. I was always involved in school. I was like the, you know, like the host who always got to host everything. They If a chess club is doing something, they going to make you host it. That was me. So did that, and then I was, like, president of student activity. So it was a lot of the stuff that I end up doing in marketing, I was doing in school. Right. Coming up with advertisements, learning how to promo, putting together the calendar, booking talent, running a hip-hop show. So it was a lot of that anyway, and helping my friends who were still being artists, like, helping them figure their stuff out. And then um, I kept interning places, and then I interned for Sony my final year of school, and I ended up landing a job after that. And so I was just in the label system ever since. So you went into Sony, mm-hmm. but now you're kind of more into, like, indie and the independent artist and the independent grinder. Is it because you got turned off from, or did you just want to just no. help those people the same way? Yeah, so for me, the thing was that being in the space, but still having people that are kind of outside of the space, there was a lot of, and there still is, like, oh, Janae, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? When you got a full-time label gig, ain't really much time to do anything else, you know what I mean? Or not in marketing. Like, right. you doing your job and a hundred other jobs. So... Um, I always wanted to be able to take the things that I knew because some of it and a lot of it can be done on on your own. And I wanted to take it and be able to like kind of share those jewels with people outside. Um, Also, you know, labels outsource a lot. So at the end of the day, they pay people to do what I'm doing now. And sometimes they pay you more than, you know, the people that sit in the chair every day. Right. So um, that was the thing for me. I still do some work with um, artists that are not super indie. 
my clientele right now is not super indie, but I try to keep it balanced. So what I can do for people who are super indie, more like ground level development stage, I try to do that. And then the people that are like mid tier, they got some, you know, headway, some like some, some coin, coin. <laughs> right, and some coin. Uh, I work with them as well. Do you ever feel like you want to just put these things away and just get back on to your own music? Uh, no, I still write music when I can. Um, but yeah, I don't, you yeah, know, I don't really have a desire to be a, like a performer like that. Do you ever get turned off because you see how women are treated in the industry or how artists are like, you know, not actually the ones that make the money? <laughs> Is that why? Does it have anything uh, to do with yeah. it? Yeah. And I think it, it helps me a lot actually when working with artists because they're like, you get it a lot. And I'm like, yeah, because I've seen both sides and I know how both sides feel I know what it feels like to create a body of work to create music and I think that you know sometimes when you're only a business person and you're not creative all you're seeing is dollar signs and if you ain't seeing dollar signs you ain't seeing nothing you're right. like okay where's the money at I think it's important to have a balance and I think some of the biggest like breakout stars and projects that we've seen flourish I think that it's because you have both sides of the coin like involved just as far as like team wise. Well, who are you listening to like right now? Like who listening has your attention? To? Like mainstream um, and indie. I mean, I'll say what I listen to a little bit of everything. Like I try to stay like, you know, afloat. Um who let me think. I'm listening to culture too still. Like that's like my my travel music. But, okay. You know, throw stir fry on. Um <laughs> I'm listening to oh, I really like Nipsey's album. Um I'm an R&B girl, too, Me so too. I, I'm still on, like, Janae Aiko's album. I'm still listening to her. I'm still, you know, I still love, like, SZA, Daniel I'm Caesar. I'm still on Solange. I, I can't um, believe it. <laughs> you know, I threw on that album the yeah. other day. Like, I was in a funk, and I was like, you know what? It does. Start singing mad. Um, that was, yeah, that album was really good, and I think that people are going to um, – Appreciate it way more a little later. I think it's one of those. Well, how do you feel about Beyonce and her transitioning now, you know, like less singing, more mumble talkish? I think that she's just doing that uh, for like, you know, specific records. I don't think that, you know, Beyonce, her next big project, I don't think she's not going to be singing on there. I hope. Because, you I know, her and Jay it. going on tour again. Yeah. And yeah. she's good to repeat a whole tour. And it's like, <laughs> I think, but at the same time, I think if she did make an album full of that, she'd be all right because she has so much catalog to go through. So she's going to perform all the other songs she's done. No, anyway. no, Beyonce, I want you to hear it because I know, I know, I know you listen to the Juma Shiro. I'm not saying I don't want you to do your old songs. I'm just saying exactly what how Junae just said. If you could, can you dig into some of the other songs? Yeah, that you she didn't have, do? she has to like. I don't want to hear certain songs again. I want to hear the, the <laughs> other side of the album. And I would love if you and, and Jay would do Hollywood. Ooh, do you have oh, any requests? yeah, I love Hollywood. That's my stuff. Hollywood's my together. song, like, and I feel like they don't do that one. They never do it. They, they never yeah, do I want to hear video. some B-sides. Like, 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 hello. Yeah. And call it B-sides, B-E-Y-sides. Just oh, do it. Oh, that would be cute. Like, B, you hear that? Like, come Parkwood, on. And you can have that whole idea Columbia. for free. Yes, Speaking so. of giving away <laughs> ideas for free, because you have been in the business for a little bit, mm -hmm. how do you protect your intellectual property? Um... It's funny you ask that because right now I have a hashtag going on called Brownie Hour where I pretty much give a bunch of tips away, especially on Twitter. And I'm going to be doing some live stuff on Instagram soon. Okay. Um, to me, 
I put in a lot of work to learn the things that I learned. So from school to actual experience, um, and then constantly I'm like reading, continue to educate myself, paying attention to who's in the game. Like I don't go a day without, you know, reviewing certain platforms so I could keep up with what's what. Honestly, don't really believe in the fact that like, you know, if it's something that I come up with, so if I'm writing a book or something like that, then there's ways to, like, copyright your stuff and protect yourself. But as far as just gems that are there, to me, what I'm giving away is already available. It's either in a book or it's on the Internet. You right. know what I'm saying? But I think people don't always know what they're looking for, how to search for it, um, or breaking it down. So for me, it's not even always presenting the information because you could Google it and I could read it off Google. That may not help you. It's me breaking it down into everyday terms for people. Right. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't really worry about that too much, honestly. And I think that, you know, you develop your brand the right way um, and somebody who tries to copy you is very blatant. You know what I mean? Like, it's extremely blatant. And if you want to look like that, that's on you. But I think people know where the real source is from. You can also only keep up with a copy for so long. And that means if you are copying me, I'm always two steps ahead of you anyway. Right. So, I mean. I had a um a blog copy my <laughs> Wow, copy whole, and paste. Whole that's crazy. excerpt. Like, not even just the beginning. Like, my whole, like, like 17 sentences. Like, bruh. Could I get a tag? Like, could you crazy. could you say thank you? Like, I'm glad the gym helped. <laughs> How do you That's feel about crazy. that? Because you are also a social media influencer. Like, what is some social media etiquette? Like, drop us some brownies. Oh, man. Listen, it's crazy. I think that you should be original, right? You're going to be in, there's no such thing as, you know, they like to say no idea is new. You're never going to reinvent the wheel. However, if you do something new to the wheel. Like throw some D's on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Respect it. And, you know, throw your own spin on things. There's nothing wrong with being inspired. You're supposed to be inspired by everything you see in life. Every time you open your eyes, it should be something else inspiring. You know what I mean? But throw your own spin on it. And I think that comes back to knowing who you are and knowing what your purpose is. Because there's a lot of people who are, you know, out here just doing whatever looks cool you know what i'm saying doing whoever looks lit they're like okay that's what i gotta do to look lit let me say i do that now and then it's just kind of you know they go through the copy and paste kind of thing and that's not really helping anybody right it's not helping you it's not helping the people you claim you're trying to help and i think yeah it's all about just being original and you know what like you said Actually, you know, tag the person. If somebody, you got something from somewhere, like, I'm quick to be, like, you know, borrowed from so-and-so. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, girl, like, you know, I was I was feeling this. This really blessed me. Like, you know, whatever. It's not, you know, hard to pay homage. Like, yeah, and it kind of actually, that's, and like. show love. I thought that was kind of the part of the social networking process. Like, you know, <laughs> right. you tag me, so now be. I know exactly. that you following. I might follow exactly. you back. If not, I'm going to still lurk on your page a little bit before <laughs> right. I Right, show love, double tap, you know. Because I've been feeling like I'm following people too fast. I'm like, am Same. I, am I like Same. thirsty? Because you're not following me back. Like, am, like, did I just, did I thirstily follow you? Should I have waited a second? Like, <laughs> I'm just more so like, I try to um, keep my energy really pure. So I'm careful about who I follow back. Not on some, you know, Hollywood shit, but like everybody's content is not something I need to see every day. 
And it doesn't have to do with the person because some people ain't the same person online and off. I, I believe that I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, there's etiquette and, yeah. you know, you do curate stuff a little more, but I'm the same person. There's some people who are really wild online and then you see them in person and we have a really dope conversation. They're such a nice person, but I can't see the drama that you put on your on your platforms right. every day. It's not for me. And so it's like on one hand, you're like, OK, somebody's following me. OK, you look like you do something cool. Let me follow you back. And let's see how this goes. But then sometimes it's just like, no. No, I was going through I my see numbers. Let me and see I was, you in real life, and then maybe we could work on the I'm follow like, back. I'm like, I'm going to have to unfollow everybody and, and refollow. <laughs> and Because I, like, I yeah. wowed out, like, 3,000. <laughs> and of these 3,000, like, I love y'all. I really do. But it's maybe 500 yeah, that's like. and I'm losing it. So I'm like, mm, I'm going to have to refresh that. But you did mention something about people just being different on the gram and off the gram. How do you feel about, like, you know, the over-sexualization that women do to themselves, like, aside from yeah. what's already happening. Because there's, mm-hmm. like, a lot of nice girls, and they're so nice. And I'm not saying that if you post certain things that you're not a nice girl. But mm-hmm. if you have a certain perception online, and then you meet people, and then it's like... They're expecting certain things yeah. from you. I think that, you know, everybody does have some sort of persona. Even if it's super authentic to you, you're not the same person necessarily a hundred percent you know on thanksgiving with your moms and um right or cuddled up you know with your partner in bed or just kicking it with your friends you know for 10 years like there's different sides people are multifaceted human beings are not one one one-sided however if you really in a, a case like that you know again not knocking anybody whatever you choose to do is for you i do believe in you know being yourself you should have the freedom to do that but you just gotta know whatever image you're portraying and what it comes with whether that's right or whether it's wrong, people are absolutely, even if you're not over-sexualizing yourself, quote-unquote, whatever you're putting out there, people are going to expect that from you. They're going to make perception is everything. Right. So they're drawing a certain perception of you based off what you're putting out there. And everybody's not level-headed enough to say, like, oh, there's also another, a deeper level to the person there. Right. So they just expect you to be whoever you, whoever you acting like. And I think that when the problem comes in is everybody's not um, – mentally strong enough to deal with that so you know they're putting that out there and still want to be treated like the them that's right that, that nobody knows because right. they're not putting out there so then they get offended and there's like this confliction and I, I don't know i feel like i've seen or we've all seen social media kind of like tear down and wear down on people you know what i'm saying they lose themselves and they lose yourself behind likes and then you start doing anything right you know for that and then like whatever you did set out to do originally nobody knows you for that <laughs> they just know you as like ig girl you know what i I'm love saying? you for this it's like you're walking through my brain and you're just saying <laughs> everything that i once said you're like it's legit. like you people are throwing everything to the wall to see what sticks. It's like yeah, you started it's out very, and you said you was I, an actress, very noticeable. but then now you're yeah. like an Instagram model, but then that didn't work, so now you're a comedian and then Right, then that don't work, so now you're personality, artist, then now yeah. you're singing and it's like honestly, I'm not against trying things to figure out what works for you, but my thing is Stick to it. You don't always have to go the easy route. Yes, sex sells. We know that. And nobody's saying you can't show skin. You know what I'm saying? Get your, do your thing. What happened to imagination? What happened to just a little bit? Right. Like, you got to give us both. Like, you can't give us straight, like, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten booty pics in a row and then say, hey, guys, um, I'm in a play 
come right. come come see me. And then you wondering why those pictures is 2K likes and then this picture is 12. Right. They don't care. And the audience that you're bringing in doesn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, if you're going to do that to get your audience in, you got to know how to maintain that and mix it up so that they, you know what I mean? And eventually to balance out. Right. But you can't, yeah, you, you can't all in like that. And that goes for anything you're trying to do. Anyone. Same thing I tell, like, artists on on Twitter it's the thing you see all the time like you on Twitter you the best comedian you got the best memes you all you in all little ratchet topics but right. then when you drop your tape nobody's listening because nobody looks at you as an artist they looking at you like the cool Twitter person like it's the same thing with like over sexualizing yourself online I think women get a lot more flack because that's the society we still live in right. and you already got to work hard to get a certain level of respect so if you're trying to be taken seriously you really got to be strategic i think and just balance it out nobody you know people get offended when you say that like oh i do what i want like oh whatever like this is me and it's like okay nobody's saying you can't do that but when you walk into a business meeting or if you even get the business meeting you know what i'm saying like you want to have you're saying you're Here's an example. You're saying you're an actress. Okay, show them a reel. Show them have stuff. They should be able to scroll your social media and see more than just, okay, she cute, she got a nice body. Right. That's not always going to cut it. And it's not the, you know, it ain't the 90s no more. You gonna have to be able to do a little something because there's a million pretty girls. Yep. There's a million girls with nice bodies. Can you get up there and do what we need you to do and make money? So, I don't know. Yes, another brownie point. What you call them? Um, uh, well, yeah, you could, we could call I them like brownie, brownie points. points. So we could call them Sis. brownie points. Oh, you know what's crazy? Never before heard, but that's the name of uh, my podcast. It's not. It's not going to be something I do often. It's going to be more quarterly, but that's the name of it. That's why I'm like Ow. brownie points. I'm like, I didn't Miss put Listen that out knows, yet. How she knows. Know? Right, it's she knows. Energy. You it's know. Energy. Right. It's the good energy. Speaking of good energy, something that you did say, and you kind of was hitting it there too, was, you know, finding your purpose and walking mm -hmm. in your purpose. And it's like sometimes, you know, people do try a million things trying to find their purpose. So do you yeah. have any tips on how you can find your purpose? Um. I'm a very spiritual person, so right. for me, it's I spend a lot of time with God, a lot of time praying, a lot of time, and not even just not even about being religious. Um, being spiritual, I think, can just be you being in touch with yourself, mm -hmm. and I mean knowing who you are, taking time to figure out what you like, what you don't like, who you want to be around, not who the world tells you you want to be around, what the world tells you you should be doing, right. but what feel what comes natural to you, what. What is something that the people that do love you or around you say is like, oh, you know, you're just so whatever. You right. know what I mean? What would you wake up and do every day if you wasn't getting paid? What would you wake up and do if none of this societal stuff existed? Like if tomorrow you could do whatever you wanted and still be paid, still be good, still get love from people, what would you be doing? You know what I mean? So I think... Finding your purpose is a is a journey. I think people expect to just get it off the bat. Yeah. I feel like I know a lot about what my purpose is, but I feel like it's still unfolding. You know what I mean? You, like, it's not, and I don't think it's something that is necessarily a thing that stays the same. Like, you can, your purpose at 25 may not be the same purpose when you're 40. Right. You know what I mean? It unfolds into different things, different avenues, and I think, Especially if you have multiple gifts, use all of them up. That's true. Leave the earth. That's definitely true. That's something like, you know, with me, I, ever since I was little, I've always known that I wanted to be on TV. I, I wanted mm -hmm. a talk show host or an actress, something. 
So I honed that into like public speaking, but then I also wanted to be like a fashion designer, so I was doing like styling and stuff. Then there was a point where I stopped doing like the public speaking and I was doing like styling and branding and mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff, but Every time I'll be on set, people would always stop me like, "You're so funny! Like, how come you're not on this? Sh- like, why aren't <laughs> right. you on why this show? You, why aren't you, why are you on not on Love and Hip Hop?" And I'm just like, "Oh, I'm just working behind the scenes." So then the universe just gave me the opportunity, and I started doing my radio show, and then I just transitioned. But now here I am doing this uh, public speaking and having my podcast and stuff. Yeah. And now I'm right back into the fashion with my goddess, my publicist hats, and I'm having yeah. These I think sunglasses. stuff comes full yeah. circle all the time, and that's why I always say also try things out or don't ignore things like they always say like whatever you did as a kid more than likely it's it may not be the exact thing or whoever you want it to be may not be the exact person or thing you want to be but something about or characteristic about that job is more than likely what you're supposed to be doing in your adult life right so like if you wanted to be um let's say like for me like at one point okay I wanted to be a singer for me, it may not even be the aspect of wanting to be, you know, an artist, but it could be about touching people. For me, I had to figure out that music. For me, I think it's like the only universal language. Right. Like, you don't, we don't, we could be from two different sides of the world, but connect on a song. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm like, oh, okay, so my passions are music marketing and people I love people so that's what it was for me it wasn't necessarily oh I gotta be a star I gotta be on stage look at my dance moves like no it was like okay I can make these people feel something so I think like everything you do like you said like you were into fashion like absolutely and it's different pieces that you're gonna need for later like there's people who started off um in the music industry doing one thing and then leave and then they're like a chef or something. And like it's like, Combat okay. Jack, rest in peace to him. Started yeah, rest in peace, Combat lawyer, Man, Reggie. And then he just started killing these podcasts. Yeah, and, all that knowledge. Yeah. Like, it all comes full circle. And then just every job you do, it teaches you something, whether it's attention to detail or how to deal with people or how to be efficient, how to be on time. Like, I think it all connects. So you just got to be self-aware and, like, really introspective. I think it's easy to just kind of coast through life and just do what everybody else is doing Ride or do what you're supposed to. Yeah, until something pops, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people's goals are just like, I just want to be famous and I want to make a lot of money. I'm not saying I, it's, I'm not saying I'm mad at you for the goal, but you got to know if you're the type of person who could live with that or you're the type of person who knows there's more there and you're just ignoring it. Right. Do you want to be famous or infamous? Yeah. With it being <laughs> Women's History Month, yes. how would you describe your interaction with other ladies when you're, like, working or just in general? Um, I think from my end, I'm pretty generally, I'm pretty friendly. Um, and I think that a lot of times there's this weird tension between women. One, because they only let a certain amount of us in the room to begin with. Right. So I think there's like already this idea that you need to compete or there's the idea of that, oh, that you already have that tension, so you're thinking, like, that the other woman across the room from you is thinking something about you. It's the weirdest thing. And half the time, both women are thinking the same thing, and all it takes is one to break the ice and be like, hey, or oh, I like your shoes, right. or crack a joke about, I'm that girl. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, you look cute. Or I'm going to be like, you know, crack a joke about how there's no food at the event or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do that. And um, I like connecting with women because when we're not doing the catty competitive shit, like we're so efficient like nobody gets a job done like us like i mean nobody behind all these like, men is women literally behind but then we hate everything each other. <laughs> is right it don't make no sense like behind and i think if we 
honed in on that more, we'd be even more powerful. Like we bring like a whole different energy to the table, a whole different work ethic. And we already got the chip on our shoulder of like, I'm a woman already. So we going hard. You know what I mean? If we would just stop, I think, clawing at each other more and take what you do good, what you do well. Like I like to work with women, period. As much as I can, I'm hiring women for events, like booking women, like, even when it comes to me building my team for my agency, right? it's women. Like, it's women. And, you know, that's how I kind of wanted to be moving forward. If I could have an agency full of female agents, I'll do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? As long as the work is getting done. Um, yeah, and I just think that if we were less competitive and more like, okay, let me get in the door and then open the door for more of us, I think that we'd be unstoppable. For we us. definitely would be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And I knew that this episode was going to be just that. Like, <laughs> this is exactly what, what I envisioned, but 10 times better because you have a really great, like, voice. Like, Thank you. You know, it's crazy. I'm excited for I your podcast. A, I did an interview, like, I think, like, last week in Philly, and they were like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I had a radio show in college for, like, a little minute, but we didn't keep up with it. We let that go. It's okay. God is giving it back to you. You about to have this <laughs> right? podcast. Yeah, You're going to be doing more. Points. What's to come for you? What can we look for? Um, So with the agency, we've been doing a lot of, like, you know, branding stuff and just building our community even more. Because I have a community, but I don't want it to be so focused on me. I'm very much, like, I want it to be about the mission and about getting these resources out Do you go to, to FCBC? People. What church you go to? Um, Right now, I actually don't have a church I go to. Like, I haven't found one or took the time, I should be honest, to find one, again, in a city that I really love love and like um but I do spend a lot of time with God I listen to I, I probably go to one church LA as much as I'd be listening to their stuff <laughs> I'd be right. like can we head to one church New York no okay um I like Joe Osteen I know people don't like him right now but I, I still never like liked Joe. him I love Joe I Joe's messages be nice and smooth I never liked him I'd be like yeah I used to be like it's something really weird about that guy a lot of people say I think it's just the, sm- the veneers I always felt like he like had <laughs> baby stash in the whole way <laughs> No. Or he ate his boogers. You could Joel. go back to my podcast on PNC Radio when I said that. Like, I always be like, I don't know about no Joel Osteen now. You know, a lot of people I know are skeptical about Joel, but I like Joel. I'm with it. Give him a base Bible-based church. At least he's giving Bible a good word. Church. If you get the word, I like, like Joel. Yeah, like he, he overlooked all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to other stuff. I like his, he gives, he does this um, email newsletter. Sometimes I'll post it on my Instagram story. That's really, like, efficient. I love me some T.D. Jakes, too. And his daughter is Sarah Jake. I like she, his daughter. I just started yeah. following her. She is something now. She be all in my yeah. business. I be wanting to turn it off. Like, <laughs> damn, okay. Um, but, yeah, I definitely try to keep myself together. I do, too. I um I set prayer alarms. Like, I have three prayer alarms that I... So you at know six what? In the morning, I should 12, probably do that. Yeah. I used to do six, that. Six, six. So just, like, even if it's just me just taking a moment just to, like, say thank you, God, and if that's yeah. just it... I need to disconnect from the craziness of the universe yeah. and just, like, you know, center myself and then come back. I think it makes more sense to schedule it, too, because, I mean, as soon as I wake up, I'm praying. Like, yeah, if I'm traveling, I'm, pray- I'm definitely somebody who be praying all. Like, I talk to God all day. He, I, You know, I know they say he don't get tired of you, but if he had a list, I'd probably be on it because we'd be talking all day. Well, you in Harlem, <laughs> so I got to make sure... So um, you got a link because I have my God is my publicist gear. Oh, yeah, It's going to sure. be on the 24th. It's going to be in Harlem. Nice. So 
We gonna so make there. sure that Junae pull up, and I want to connect with you too on another level. We are gonna have to make some kind of women. Yeah, we gotta we gotta figure some like, stuff out. Like, we had talked about it once about doing something like that, but we definitely gotta get it. Yeah, done. that's why I made sure I got you here. Now. Like I'm yeah. all about like you know. There's a lot of women out here that talk about it. It's not a lot of women that be that's about doing it. doing it. Yeah, that's another thing that's kind of crazy. And I wanted to bring you back, favorites. too, for, like, you know, like, uh, like a light-skinned, dark-skinned conversation. I feel oh, like colorism. the brown-skinned beauties don't mm-hmm. get, like, I mean, little by little is happening with Wakanda forever. Right. But it's like, <laughs> is this a trend or is right. this going to be, just, like, something gonna that's going to withstand? So mm-hmm. I definitely want to have you come back for that. Like, I love definitely. your energy. Drop your Instagram and your Twitter and, uh, for the kids. My Instagram is Janae Brown, J-U-N-A-E, brown like the color, no spaces or nothing. And um, that's my Twitter and my Instagram. My agency social is B, the number two P agency. Al, and you already know what my Instagram is. <laughs> Miss Lissa knows. All hail Miss Lissa. If you're feeling personal, come out on the 24th. That's a Saturday. And on the 25th, that's a Sunday. And until next time, brush your teeth, brush your edges, and brush <laughs> that dirt off your shoulders. Dream those dreams. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. Al. Rest in peace.